0: I was recently told that I am young and I know nothing, and I freaking love it. We are celebrating 27 years of life this week, and with today's episode to celebrate, I want to celebrate with you in sharing 27 life lessons that I've learned in the past year. And you can take some, you can leave some. Do what you want with this list. I hope that one of them is providing value at the very least to where you are currently at in your life. This is episode 173 on 27 Life Lessons. So far, celebrating that birthday with you. You are tuned into Forever Athlete Radio, where together we go far. I'm your host, Corey Camp. We got a solo episode today. I'm your life optimization coach personal flow coach, whatever you want to call me, as long as you call me, we are here and we're going to jam out together. Now, let's get on with this list. I know I am young, all right? I get it. I totally understand. And in today's social media age, I truly believe age is just a freaking number, truly. If you have experience and you've learned something through your experience, you are entitled to that experience. That is lesson number one. We are all entitled to our own experiences. Don't tell other people how to live their life. Rather, show them what is possible in in their life by living your life and sharing your experiences. And that has always been my goal through this podcast, through the social media fronts, all of the things. When I have conversations with people, when I'm coaching with clients, it's never information, information, information. It's I want to get to know you and your individual situation, where you're currently at, and we are going to come up with a solution together that aligns with you, that meets you where you're at. So lesson number one, you are entitled to your own experience, and if you want to change, you need to create new experiences. Number two, kind of expanding on that, don't be a theorist. You have to be a practitioner. It can be really addicting even to sit there and listen to podcasts like this, to read all of the books. And I know people that are reading five self-help books at once, or they're consuming 10 YouTube videos all in the speaking the word and, and whatever it may be. Make sure you are not becoming addicted to the work, that you are actually applying the work that you are getting exposed to. There's nothing wrong with reading and listening to podcasts and doing all of those things that are typical self-help categories or practices or habits, but make sure you are leaving room to actually apply them to your life, to become this experimenter in your life and practice out what you are learning in the process. Otherwise, it just becomes useless information and everything looks great on paper but you got to actually go out and practice. Baseball season just kicked off this week. How many teams are we going to see that on paper they look fantastic? I was having this conversation with a friend of mine, Steve, the other day. The Phillies look absolutely terrifying, and this is tough to say as a Nats fan myself. They look absolutely terrifying on paper. (laughs) What Steve said was spot on. He goes, yeah, but they're the Phillies, so they'll probably come back down to earth. So if you're a Phillies fan, I'm sorry, I still still sort of love you, just not during baseball season. Uh, you, you got to be able to actually practice, put into practice what you preach. Don't just be a theorist. Don't just look good on paper. Actually follow through with some actions. Number 2 or I'm sorry, number three, I'm already losing count and we're so, so early on on this list here. Number three, challenge your belief system and surround yourself with people that help you grow two new experiences. I recently was introduced to a lot of really great people out here in Venice and the more I'm learning is this is a hot spot, a hotbed of just creative people from all different walks of life and going in to conversations open, challenging what I currently believe has been the best thing for me. I've seen the most growth, not just personally, but on the podcast side of things, on the business side of things, on the social media side of things, because I've been willing to let in challenging beliefs that challenge how I've always been wired and I've grown because of it. Number four, getting back on track with these numbers here, stay curious to try new things. Don't get caught up on finding that purpose or finding the right place to live or anything of that nature. Um, that We're just going to let the cat out of the bag. As I said, You know Venice has been a fantastic place for me recently. With that being said, I'm moving to Austin, Texas, in just over a month, and we're going to be calling that full-time home very, very soon. uh, Because I'm curious, I've been being drawn there for the past seven months, and I want to go explore it. I am still, yes, young at 27, and there, another lesson that we'll talk about later is there's no timeline. And while I've moved every single year since I've left college and been trying new cities and trying new things, each stop along the way, I've picked up what I've, I've wanted to and then gotten curious and seeked something else elsewhere. So who knows? Maybe Austin will be the spot where I indefin- I don't want to say indefinitely stay, but stay longer than one year. We'll, the jury is out. We will see. But stay curious, don't get so caught up on finding that purpose or the right place or the right thing. Add curiosity to your passions because that is how you find purpose in life. Number five, it's okay for it to look different from you. We live in a world where it's very easy to go into comparison mode very, very, very easily. There's metrics that quickly show you someone is quote unquote better than you or they're doing whatever you're doing better than you. And what I found out here is it's okay for you to carve your own lane, and in fact, you will be celebrated more from that. I was having this conversation earlier today, actually, with a buddy as we were getting the lift in, shout out to Ben if you're listening to this. And when I said what well, was so so cool here is being on the early cusp of my creator journey here, where. I don't have the 100,000 followers or the million listeners listening to this right now. But what I do have is a solid group of people that tune in consistently. And I just want to say, I appreciate you if you're listening to this right now. Why this is so cool, this area around here, is I have met the people that have the 2,000, the 500,000, the million followers or whatever, the larger platforms And instead of comparing myself to them, every time I see them recently, they've been telling me, it's actually so, you keep showing up on my For You page. It's so cool to see what you're doing, man. Like, keep doing your thing. And it's so supportive of one another. So it's okay for it to look different from you. If you don't have the bazillion followers that you want, you don't need them. Show up for you, find your lane, and do your thing. And again, be curious as you do so. Number six here, there's no timeline. Let go of expectations to set you free, and that's how you really live. I thought by 27, you know, I would have certain checks uh, across next to my name, whatever that may be, and I've learned that letting go of expectations in the timeline allows you to play freely, and it allows actually more abundance to come into your life. So if you find yourself struggling, looking at I'm X age, I want you to take a step back and look at why are you feeling this external pressure or even this internal pressure? Maybe you're putting it on yourself to meet a certain timeline. And is it in alignment with your values and what you actually want for your life? What I'm finding is there really is no timeline. Really truly live into that and let each day be a little bit different it's okay. It's all right. We're all figuring this thing out. Number seven, ask. It never hurts to ask and shoot your shot. We wouldn't be 173 episodes for this freaking podcast if I didn't learn this a long time ago, but I want to pass this wisdom off to you. Shoot your shot. Whatever that looks like and means to you. Maybe it's not trying to get people on a podcast. Maybe you're just trying to connect with new people. You're looking to make new friends. Shoot your shot. Reach out to people that have similar interests to you and just say, hey, I'm going to make new friends, and that might sound super weird, but you never know. People might be open to that. They'll probably meet you for a cup of coffee, a virtual coffee, something like that. We've made it so easy to be social. Take advantage of that. That's what social media is there for in the first place. Number eight, there will be hate along the way. Started that off with this episode, right? I had a comment earlier on a video that I had that was going viral earlier this week saying, I'm young. I know nothing. And ironically, the the video was, it was catchy. It was, I've been single for five years. And a lot of it was because of, I've been learning to love myself and create happiness for myself instead of relying on a partner for ha- my own happiness and validation and all of that fun stuff that we won't necessarily have to dive in there. Just go check out the video if you haven't seen it already. And this guy's comment of you're young, you know, nothing really got me thinking that You know, with every time that you show up vulnerably and put yourself out there, there will be hate and that's okay. But what I was so, so amazed and blown away by for every negative comment on this video in particular, there was about 10 positive comments, people saying, wow, I feel seen. Wow, this is me. I felt like my therapist was talking to me, all of these different Uh, positive comments, and it was just really cool. So there will be hate along the way in your journey. That is okay. Keep doing your thing because you are worth it. Number nine, the more you let in feelings, the less power they have over you. I think one of the biggest, uh, you know, struggles out here in the Venice area, and really just in the self-help community, the personal development, life coaching, all of these different communities and circles that I find myself in since Choosing to really lean into this full time the past two years is uh, there's a lot of toxic positivity out there, and just say you, you just got to be happy, you got to live in abundance, you got to be doing this, you got to be doing that. And it is overwhelming to say the least. The secret, the foundation to happiness, is allowing in unhappiness. The secret to not being sad is to let in the sad feelings. Because we don't have a choice to feel the way that we feel. However, we do have a choice to feel them for however long we will feel them. So let those feelings in. Work through them. They're your flashlight. They give you a ton of information and let you know more about yourself than anything else will in this world. No podcast, no book, no whatever will let you know more about you than what you are feeling on a moment-to-moment, day-to-day basis. Sit with that stuff. Sit with it, play with it, and it will have less power over you. It will flow through you and you'll get better, quote-unquote, with that at time. And I'm, I'm very hesitant to even use that language because you don't necessarily get better it, at feeling. It, it's still all a part of the experience. That's why I don't like the toxic positivity, the toxic toxic abundance culture All of that woo-woo manifested bullshit. Pardon my French. Sorry, mom. Um, it's, It's overwhelming and it's unrealistic. Be realistic with yourself. Allow those feelings in. Sit with them. Feel them. It's a part of your experience and that's okay. Number 10, we can be our greatest source of happiness when we learn how to. One of the biggest exercises I want to give you guys, not just lessons today, but tangible takeaways, things that you can then become a practitioner in your life with is this. I want you to write a list of everything that makes you happy in this life. It could be things that you can do, places that you go, feelings that you feel. What makes you happy? Who makes you? Uh, actually, <laughs> scratch that. Not who makes you happy. We'll, we'll worry about that at a later point. But what makes you happy? We can be our greatest source of happiness. Once you have that list, I want you to categorize that into three different things smaller things that you can do maybe on a daily basis the second category are things that maybe you're doing weekly or monthly so to speak then your third category are these larger things things that really make you happy but it's unrealistic for you to do more than maybe once a quarter or even once a year and now with that you've now created a, a happiness menu for yourself that is going to help you practice self-love, showing up for yourself, and being that source of happiness. I want you to take that menu, get proactive with it, go into your calendar from that first category, that weekly or that daily activity menu, throw some of that into your calendar. Get proactive, get gritty with it. I want you to make sure you are showing up for you because like I said, you are freaking worth it, okay? Number two, then put in the weekly stuff, the monthly stuff, and then so on and so forth. Plan, prioritize. You should be a priority in your life. There's nothing selfish about that. Number 11, the journey is that destination. You want to learn how to ride that wave. That's something I'm still learning, right? I thought, make it to LA, move to LA. I freaking made it. We're here. We're living with Jack and Jorge. The boys is going to be fantastic. It is what it is uh, after a little over a year we've kind of all had these different feelings about our experience out here good bad mixture of the two and there's nothing wrong with trying it out and coming out here but what i'm learning too is like this wasn't the destination i learned a lot in the journey out here now we're we're journeying to austin texas so baby it's gonna be a great time out there and who knows maybe it's the destination that's not the whole point It's just where life is calling me right now, and that's okay. Number 12, it will suck. It will suck at times. And again, that is part of the experience. Building a brand, building a company from the ground up has been probably, I won't even say probably, been the hardest thing that I have done up until this point, and it sucks at times. It is not glamorous. I want to make one thing really, really clear about the entrepreneurial lifestyle. I think it gets fetishized in social media culture that like, oh, you're an entrepreneur. You can travel. You can do all the things, whatever. You can work remote. Yes, the, that stuff is great, but a ton, a ton of work goes on behind the scenes. There's a, There's no longer that safety net of every two weeks, X amount of dollars hits your bank account you got to go out and actually freaking work for it. Otherwise, there will be months where, and even if you do go work for it, there will be months where you sit there and you look at your bank account and you say, holy shit, I don't know how I'm going to pay rent. I don't know how this this bill is going to cover it. I can't believe I got a parking ticket. That's all of these things. There will be struggles with it, and it is part of the process. And I want to let you guys in on more of that process because – it's therapeutic for me. And what I've noticed too, the more I speak about these, especially with other friends that are self-employed and entrepreneurial is I'm not alone in this. Like this is a very common theme, especially in early stages of startup life. Like I, I, my friend Phil likes to joke, he's like, you just got to be just above ramen profitable. That's like a good benchmark to be in the first few years of business. And that's really kind of where it where I found myself and it's, it sucks at times for sure, but it's not forever. And if you're going through some, some suck right now, some struggle, just know that's part of the process. It's part of the journey. That's where your best freaking skills are developed. So I hope you're learning and taking notes because those skills will serve you tenfold on the other side of this. Number 13, periodize your life like you would a workout program. Your mental health will thank you about it. Kind of alluded to this earlier with that self-love menu that we created, that happiness, right? Just like you wouldn't go into the gym and try to PR every single day, stop trying to go into life every single day and get the most out of it and, and be the best, 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 best version of yourself. Like I said, it will suck. There'll be days where you try to go PR and it just doesn't happen. That is okay. It comes and goes in waves. Build up for things, plan, prioritize. If you have a sprint of a week, a project at work, a big personal goal of you know running a marathon, taking on training, it's all a game of Tetris. Make room for what you have and want to do in life and be flexible with that. Number 14, kind of continuing on with that trend, is track things, but only when you need to there's this lovely sandbox analogy that I like, and it is the sandbox itself, the actual box, is structure, and we need structure to allow for us to actually play in the sand. Otherwise, that sand dissipates and it disappears. On the flip side, if you have just the box, but no play inside of it, it's no fun. So, track things, track things like your macros, track things like your habits, your workouts, whatever you need to, but only when you need to. Don't be so caught up in tracking the numbers and be so data driven. This has been something so hard to unlearn coming from a sport like swimming where every single split was a hyper focus of mine. And this hyper fixation was for months and months and months. How do I drop a tenth of a second or 0.01 of a second to get a little bit better than what I was the last time out there? It drives yourself insane. Know your limits, know how much you need to track, and then let go. Release the rest of it. Number 15, plan it out, but also be acceptable, adaptable, and flexible. You're human. The best game plan is the one that actually gets uh, actually applied in the game itself. We had a little brain fart there, right? I have a strategy that I use for my weeks where I set a goal for the week. What do I want to accomplish this week? Then from there, I break it down into how can I do that? What's the what has to happen Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday to make sure I hit that goal. And instead of just leaving it there, what I'll do is I'll go back time and time again to cross-reference what is going on. At the end of every day, I'll look at that goal, look what I was supposed to do that day. What happened? Did it get done? Did it not get done? Do I need to be a little bit more realistic? All right, great. I'm going to move that to tomorrow, something like that. It's keeping me accountable, but it's also helping me stay flexible. And that brings us to number 16. Have the awareness to drop the ego and meet yourself where you're at. I'll be totally transparent with you guys. There's been times where my weekly goal is sell 100 copies of the Forever Athlete book. That's my huge weekly goal. We're going to freaking make it happen. And I was driving myself crazy because I kept making that my goal week after week after week, and it wasn't happening was not happening. I would hit 20. I would hit 30 copies. I would hit 40 copies. But I wasn't hitting my goal. And why this was bad was my ego was telling me, you know, 100 copies is validation. 100 copies is you're on the right track. It's the metrics that you need to be making to, you know, be profitable and make things happen. But what was really happening was I was setting this unrealistic expectation of myself to hit 100 and it was too far out of my current level of ability to market, sell, and, and reach people. So what I had to do to actually get me excited to show up and promote the book and promote things and even talk about it was lower my goal to 30 books, 20 books in a week even. And that's when Sales actually started to increase and we were able to, shout out to all of y'all that got a copy recently, help us get to the number one bestseller in seven different categories on Amazon, which still feels freaking unbelievable to say out loud. But that doesn't happen if I wasn't excited and actually genuinely motivated to go and promote it and go and create and talk and all of that about the project itself. So if you find yourself with really continuously not hitting the things that you want to hit, drop your ego for a second, pause, take a second, allow some space, and meet yourself a little bit more realistically with where you're at. Your motivation will thank you and all of a sudden you'll be able to build some momentum in your favor to knock out that big thing a little bit later down the road. You won't get there at once, but that's okay. Number 17, candles rock. And you're probably like, "What does this have to do?" I thought we were talking about all these life lessons. This is a life lesson I learned in the past year. I don't know why I didn't get into these sooner in my life, but candles freaking rock. And TJ Maxx has a fantastic selection of candles. Too far out there, whatever. Like I said, some of this advice, take it, leave it. Maybe you're on your way to TJ Maxx now to pick up some candles. I hope you are. I'm looking at we got a Winter Woods going one right now, and. Don't at me. I know it's April, but whatever. It's a fun scent, okay? I'm, I'm feeling it. Number 18, the best relationships are built without expectations. Stay open. Stay present. Be right there. In the past, I have been so quick to move in to relationships, and not just in the romantic sense, but in the friendship sense as well and, and looking at like even starting this podcast in all honesty my brain was always like who can i have on here and then who will they open the doors for and what i found was they'll only open doors for me if i let go of the expectation that they're going to my the guests on the show will actually introduce me to people in their circle i need to stay open to what possibilities can happen of the present moment. So if you find yourself constantly thinking ahead just like that or moving in and imagining these scenarios down the road, again, there's nothing wrong with that. But I challenge you before you step into situations, especially in relationship uh, situations, have something that reminds you that you should be present right here, right now. Number 19, transactional approaches are great for quick success, but they set you up for a long-term failure. It's kind of similar to that last one. I see a lot of transactional interactions going on on social media. People being so quick to be like, it's basically the equivalent of now, especially in the coaching space, it's so crowded and cringy. honestly. You see this all the time. It's no different than at the bar, that one person that's just like asking every single person there for their number. Like, hey, can I get your number? Hey, hey, I want to talk to you. Hey, can I buy your drink? All this stuff. It's cringy. It's kind of creepy. It's the same thing with relationships. If you want better quality relationships, if you want a better business, you want to build more success in your life that actually lasts long term and builds you a solid foundation, don't look at it from a transaction. Look at it as planting seed to cultivate a long-term relationship and truly pour into that. And the next step of that is number 20 of this lesson, over-deliver on value. Don't be afraid to give it all away. I'm literally recording an episode right now, 27 life lessons. This is a lot of the stuff that we coach on or I coach on with my clients I'm not afraid to give it away. I want to over-deliver on value because you are here and you are listening to this and you deserve to walk away from this experience having value added to your life because your time is the most valuable asset. So as a thank you for choosing to spend your time with me, I will continue to over-deliver value. You should do the same in your life. Over-deliver on value to the people that matter to you in your life. The people that you really care about, give them more than they ask for, and it will pay itself back tenfold down the road. Trust me. Number 21, give people a voice. Let them know you see and hear them and hold space for them so you might better understand where they are coming from. This will solve a lot of arguments, a lot of issues a lot of conflicts in your life. I want you to hear that again. Give people a voice. Everyone is entitled to their experience. If you disagree with someone, allow space between the two of you so that you can truly listen to where they are coming from and allow them to feel seen. Allow them to feel heard because those are two very, very, very powerful and often overlooked feelings in our life. There's nothing more powerful than that. Try to come to the same page of understanding and give people that voice because we all deserve that. Number 22, another kind of out there one. It's hard to find good pizza out on the West Coast. It's not why I'm moving away, but uh, it's been a challenge. So I want to just give a shout out to Great White and I think Double Zero is another solid one if you're out in LA. If you're Looking for some solid pizza choices. Fantastic ones there. Number 23, Australian-owned businesses are the best vibes. That's what I found out in LA. Apparently all my favorite places are Aussie-owned. Shout-out to Little Lunch Coffee. That is the spot. Speaking of the spot, number 24, if you want to make new friends, if you want to try to adjust to a new city, become a local celebrity by going to the same coffee shop. There's a reason why Little Lunch is my spot. why I go there five, six times a week. It's not, well, part of it is because I have a coffee addiction problem and, you know, $6 latte and coffee. It's whatever, right? The real reason is it has been a great meeting spot to meet new people, to meet new friends, new clients, new business partners, getting to know the actual owners, the baristas. And it is such a Really welcoming and enjoyable experience. They do a fantastic job of that as well. But become a local celebrity. Go to some, pick some places that align with your values in your community and show face. Show face there consistently. Greet the people. Ask them how they're doing. Ask what is going on in their life outside of work. And you'll create some lasting friendships and you'll feel pretty damn good in that process. Number 25, don't be a dumb life optimizer look to eliminate first. Before you look to refine your systems or try a new system or this or that, I want you to look first to eliminate. When we eliminate, we actually create space to effectively optimize. So don't be a dumb life optimizer. Look to eliminate first. Number 26, sleep is not for the weak. Neglecting it actually makes you weak. If you want to peak perform, if you want to perform at your best, optimally, on a day-in, day-out basis, you need sleep in your life. Number 27, let loose. Seriously, life is meant to be lived out loud and through new experiences. If nothing else from today's episode, I want you to take away. Go live a new experience. Create a new experience that serves you today because you, again, are worth it. Go live your life. And bonus, bonus one here, because over-deliver, right? 27 lessons, I'm going to give you 28. Your struggles are okay to be shared. In fact, you'll probably find you're not alone in them when you do share. And vulnerability is relative to the individual. It means something different to everyone. Again, we are all entitled to our experiences. What might be super vulnerable share for me is peanuts to someone else and vice versa. Maybe I'm sharing, I'm open to sharing a lot of things now at this point, but I wasn't always like that. If you want a good laugh, go back through my old Instagram phase of um, the at Corey camp page and go way back and see how things have progressed from there because vulnerability looks way different now than it did then, but it still felt just as scary and it felt just as much of a share as it does now. So be vulnerable, share with your people, whatever that looks like, it will bring you closer to them. And speaking of sharing, maybe if you, you have no idea how to send this to them without sending this to them, send them this podcast. This would be a great seed to plant to have a more in-depth conversation on really 27 different points, 28, 29. I don't even know. I gave you a lot today. So it's been 30-something minutes. I appreciate you being here. Seriously, this doesn't happen without you. So just seriously, I'm so grateful and just sending, sending gratitude to you for being here. Remember, you are tuned in to Forever Athlete Radio. We're together, seriously, together. We go far. If you'd like to join me, we have our upcoming away game, literally less than a month now, in L.A. You can meet new people. You can We can kick it in person. It is a personal development practitioner weekend. We will be doing the work, not just consuming the work. And it's going to be a great time. I would hope to see you out here. You can find some tickets still available at foreverathletela.com. Again, share this with someone in your life share this with maybe a life teammate, a family member, who knows? They're going to get some value out of it. I appreciate you being here. And until next time, flow on my friend.